A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm the jar of pickled vegetables of this podcast. What you pickling? Or did you pickle or you do own? I'm pickling every day these days. I'm really really on pickles. I have mixed veggies is my current uh, project where I'm just like stuffing stuff in jars and seeing what happens. I'm loving cauliflower, carrots, green bean, obviously mm-hmm. some cucumbers in there. I also have elephant garlic that I've been using for it. it. makes it really pretty, those big slices of garlic and jalapeno and just, you know, it's really a salad in there. I've been mm. doing cabbage, throwing cabbage in there, just getting mm. wild. You speak, you speak the song of the spring equinox right here, mm-hmm. but it, it almost like that feels very Pisces outro of like, but I want to pickle it, but I want to preserve it or like, or, or have it float in ether that makes it transform into something new, which feels very, if you're on our Patreon, you'll can hear the Sabian symbol that it's about. Cause it feels very pickled vegetables feel very that Patreon symbol, I, Patreon symbol, Sabian symbol. You get it. Oh, we should make Patreon symbols. Okay. We, I we, wonder uh, if they're healthy every time I eat a whole jar of them. I'm like, is this like a salad or is it not good for you? I think it is vinegar. Well, probably good. Does it take the nutrients? The nutrients. You're not cooking it. I don't. I don't think so because I think that vinegar. Yeah, I think we're just uh, prolonging the like. Is like a Maillard reaction happening or no? Oh. I don't think so. Great think- question. It's like this. It's the age old question is like, is could you only drink sparkling water and no regular water? And I know the answer is technically no, and I'll never know why. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I I, thought you can. I thought you could. I thought you could not. 
Oh, I thought you could survive. We need a literal. Okay. We need to bring a doctor on. Actually, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to declare Dr. It. Jennifer <laughs> Freed. We need to have you yes. back here and answer some questions. I need a physical medical doctor to answer all these hard hitting questions. I was like, we should be the case study. This is our, I, uh, Pisces and Saturn is going through my sixth house health mm-hmm. routine you know this i let's be the study can you survive on sparkling water this is my supersize me <laughs> is <laughs> can i sustain let me know how it bubbles. works out. <laughs> can i only eat pickles i'll try that one yeah Ooh, that's Here a good go. one this is we're all gonna be the experiment and the the sample i have a new sparkling water in my life, or it's like not even a sparkling water. It's like a mineral water. I got to find the name. Okay. Here it is. Ger- Gerol Steiner. Do you know, you know yeah, this one? Sure. Classic. I've just been like really into minerals <laughs> of, of late where I'm like, I think I don't get any and I'm going to drink them now. And I found at my not bougie, like a normal grocery store, more under the radar grocery store that these bottles sell for a dollar cheaper than at a Whole Foods or, you know, any of the boutique places. So I've been stocking up. I think I actually bought them out and they haven't refreshed it since I've, I like, I need to go to the back and be like, Hey, I need you to now restock this. Cause I'm the person that buys this here and now, but yeah, I've been on a Gerald, a Gerald Steiner kick. That just reminded me that my parents used to always drink sparkling water growing up, but I feel like it was called mineral water and mm-hmm. I did not like it as much. And there has been a pivot to calling everything sparkling water. And I do think because I feel like it used to be not like weird necessarily, but n- certainly not as pre- prevalent as it is now. And I do think sparkling water versus like mineral water there is something more like, oh, that's fun versus like, mm-hmm. I don't know, heavy, gritty. I'm just like even thinking of the taste in my mind's eye of mineral versus sparkling. Mm-hmm. Well, not all sparkling is mineral. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because so Gerald Steiner, I'm all now I'm on their website and also good God, cut the check. Like you're about to get a, a shining endorsement right now. But like they're they're packing that shit with magnesium. They have a calculator right now on their website where you can compare other water brands and what minerals they're packing. They're very into like calcium. Like there's calcium in that. Like there's okay. stuff. Well, I do feel like sparkling. We only used to just hear at like fine dining where it was mm-hmm. sparkling or still, mm-hmm. and never just as packaging. Like what Julia's saying, it used yeah. to just be mineral water. And I'm sure there were. I think we used to call it club soda or seltzer or whatever. And now LaCroix, I guess, has changed that. Big LaCroix. Yeah. LaCroix has dropped. I have a soda stream. Have I announced that yet? Oh, yeah. Well, you got it semi-recently. That's I I know you've been soda streaming. I fell off mine hard. Can't remember if we've talked about this on pod, but I do (laughs) love the soda stream. I do love being able to just. Have do it when you want bubbles on tap. Yeah. Do it when I want. I'm setting it up and I'm definitely drinking more. And I will say, honestly, feeling less hydrated. Well, do, do you drink it out of the bottle? Yes. Wild. Oh, I'm, I'm, dirty, yeah, I'm straight. Dirty to girl. Dome. I'm like, this is my, I'm getting extra bottles because I'm like, I need a bottle for me. And then there's like bottles on deck. I'm pouring, but I also am pouring glasses and like putting lemon in. I, we put mm. like, Tried to make our own kind of spindrift dupe to putting, you know, oh. muddled raspberry and lime and a little like apple cider vinegar in there too. Oh my God. It up, you know? Wow. Um, so I've to, I have tried to, you know, have fun with my sparkling water. And it's so That's all sad. we have. Dude, I do feel uh, very, yeah, never mind. I won't even go into it. <laughs> it's all it we have. Gwyneth, it was a Gwyneth TikTok. And I was like, I don't we don't need to talk about oh, it. Oh, it's about her meal plan for the for the yes. day, she, which was just like nothing. She's like, I love, no- <laughs> I love that she went from, I love soup for lunch. And then she went, most days I have bone broth where I'm like, you but, yeah, I know, clocked. The broth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not soup. Soup yeah. has things in it. Soup, usually. Bone broth could never. Bone broth's not soup. soup. Come on. As someone mm-hmm. who drinks a lot of bone broth because it's a great way to get protein. It, it, I'm, 
Also, Trader Joe's bone broth, 20 fucking grams of protein in one of those little boxes, $2.99. Don't, can't guarantee this is the price at your store. Again, not an ad. Just, I like the thing. Don't worry, that they I don't like. sponsor anything. They, they never don't sponsor do. sponsor shit. And you know what? Here, here's a, here's some, and we love something. Them for it. I feel like we've maybe made this request before. Let us host the Trader Joe's podcast because maybe people will listen to it because I've heard it's garbage. But the bone broth, that ain't lunch. That's an yeah. additional warm thing to drink, especially if you would like some extra protein or whatever the fuck you're looking for. That is not lunch, honey. Yeah. But that's how I feel right now when I'm like, sometimes I put my sparkling water in a glass as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, look, the wellness girlies need to know water. I I here I'm going to if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. I've I'm now keeping a carafe. Whoa, look at my facial effect on there. Whoa. I Whoa. keep a carafe. I keep a bedside carafe at my desk. Um, do I drink it? No, but it's there. And maybe I will because now I'm trying to get to room temp so I can mm-hmm. chug. Because if it's ice cold, which is the best water possible, I'm not I'm going too slow, too slow of a sip. So I'm trying to warm warm her up. But no, girl Steiner and this carafe I don't drink has been my my waters of choice <laughs> of of late. Super fell off my soda stream. Lacroix is dead to me, and I'm open mm. to new suggestions. I'm chugging. I feel like the easiest way to get your water in is um, just have a doctor's appointment five days away. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, you know, you worked out oh, for the whole year. <laughs> I know drink all the water you needed. <laughs> yeah, I have one and right? two. That just remind me. I gotta get. I'm like, I gotta like gotta get that cholesterol in check right now before I before I hop over to the DR or I get my BMI thrown in my wait, face. Wait until my doctor's like, what's your sodium intake like? <laughs> I'm eating only pickles. Um <laughs> your, your magnesium is off the chart. Are you chugging two girl steeners a day? <laughs> Are you you're like, I don't even never mind. I was like, I just drink pickle juice. So it's like not even <laughs> not putting salt on anything. Uh, I just drink pickle juice every day. I do drink it at work a lot, which is, you know, not great. Pickle juice? I don't think it's good for you. Not to spread misinformation, but I have heard that salt What else are podcasts for? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have heard that there is like a a salt. Salt has gotten some bad press. You know what I mean? No, salt is bad for you. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's wretched. (laughs) But there is also, I don't know. Don't tell Salt Bay. Don't tell Salt Bay because salt is bad. Well, you know, I had a, I was having, I had a cut. You remember my sodium issues? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But does vinegar naturally have salt in it? Or is that just, if I'm making pickles at home, I'm only putting in the salt, right? Yes. Oh, so I'm putting it in vinegar. I'm like, vinegar, I I think, is absolutely fine. In fact, I think vinegar is like, vinegar is the cheat. Yes, I, I was going to say In the a good only reason I know that is because I was on a wild diet where you had to trigger warning diets. Uh, the like vinegar was the workaround salad dressing because on this diet you could not have salt at all, mm-hmm. like at all um, or any kind of like oil, that mm-hmm. sort of thing, too. But vinegar, he was like, vin- have as much vinegar as you want. I'm like, my oh, pickle you. juice. Thank you wow. so much. <laughs> my low sodium pickles. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, most yeah, according to first results of Google, most vinegars are free of sodium and sugar. Okay, great. Wonderful. Even I love better. a champagne vinegar. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just went to an olive oil farm and uh, bought some imported vinegar, white vine- vinegar, and it's of Modena, and it's delicious. Uh, um, white balsamic. Me. Ooh, give it to me. Take me. Take me, please. Bring me. Take me to church. Actually, I did go to an olive oil church in Spain one time. Or it's like an old cathedral that they turned into an olive oil pressery. Yeah. So cool. Brag. Brag. Travel. Travel brag. It was it was pretty cool. Just like the pilgrimage to make to just go to like, oh, I'm just going here just to taste a little olive oil. Mm. Trey, Mag- Trey Magnifique. I Venus Taurus. It's Venus Taurus time. Is <laughs> like we are just we're purely back to like sensual pleasures, even though. It's Aries time, Aries sun time, but Taurus Venus time feels right. I mean, Venus won't be in Taurus as long as I'd like, but it's still, it's still here. Uh, Yes. A fresh, happy new year. 
Yeah. Happy New Year. Woo! It's a party. It is. All right, say it with me. Ten. No, nine. (laughs) Thank you for going with me. Seven. Seven. Six. Six. Well, now we're doing it. Five. Five. Four. four, Three. three, Two. two, One. Happy Happy New Year. We did it. We did it, Joe. God. <laughs> Thank God it's Aries season. Yeah. Thank God it's Aries time. Bring me the fire. You know, we're going to have a lot. Pisces energy is going to, it's going to be on the lips these next couple of years. Saturn's Pisces. We're not done with Pisces. We've only just begun with Pisces, but it feels refreshing to move into something new, especially since the beginning of the year has been, I don't know, a bit shitty. Yeah. Uh, like a bit mm-hmm. a bit shitty and slow it's, it's been soggy mm-hmm. and i think Ugh, getting some soggy. yeah it's been a soggy first q1 you know mm-hmm. um <laughs> q1's been soggy q1's been uh, fucked up yeah. and it's it's time to uh get some get some heat dry out a little bit mm-hmm. i think not not like not get cracked dry but definitely we're getting you know Oh, we're getting cracked dried a little bit. Well, not, not cracked. I'm imagining like, I said, like, yeah, is that clear crack? Have you seen that? that Yeah, like alligator skin. Life hack on TikTok where it's like, use the old bread and it's like you run it under the Mm. sink and then put it in the oven, which sounds like some, you know, disaster. Mm -hmm. I would never try it. I just throw it away. I'm not, it's, I'm not trying to save bread, but I guess if, you know, if you're trying to cut costs or whatever. In these times? um, might be but, but bread doesn't it's not an egg yeah i mean oh eggs are yet, knock on wood hopefully it's not you know eggs gonna are... go up high but a million dollars um... to, to secure me an egg well that's like it reminds there's a youtube channel i remember watching like early youtube days called great depression cooking with clara you guys ever see mm-hmm. this channel yeah where she's like i'm eating the dandelions outside my house because that's what we did back in the the Great Depression. Not to say we're fully there, but these these 20s haven't been too roaring. Oh, I mean, it's all it's all subjective, I guess. They've been roaring in very odd and unusual and futuristic sort of ways. But no, I think that's like smart to, I don't know, I guess like use only what you want or can or have. I guess the sustainability that we're that you're you're ringing to. Yeah, and I think just, you know, if something's too wet, you can dry it out. It doesn't ruin it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Should we? This, yeah, this feels like the sun. We are the laundry being hung out to dry mm-hmm. on the proverbial line, and the sun is just going to be beaten down on us. And mm-hmm. I, I think that it's going to feel pretty nice. Well, this mm-hmm. first week of Aries season is, dare I say... <laughs> Scary. Ooh, <laughs> scaries. Scaries season. Scaries um, season. Yeah, it's ooh. like kind of a a bang. Like what how what's the synonym for like something that's a banger, but it scares you? Like, like a flashbang? Well, flash, yeah. It's a flashbanger. It's yeah. a lot at once. It is it is very much like blinds are okay, blinds are open. Like ooh, or hard like fireworks. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is, but it also is like, okay, we're awake and now we're whatever, you know, the first moment when the blinds open, but then mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I'm up now I'm going to go do stuff. I, I also am allowing for the possibility that it could be very like refreshing and energizing. No, I think that, I think that too, like scary is not bad. It's better than whatever this boring, weird, stagnant huddle soggy. This has been sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes having some change or having some new energy that's even if it's irritating, which Aries, you know, they know how to be irritating for sure. It's at least something. It's like a, a, a the sign of life. Like Aries, March mm-hmm. has been a true. I think we might have referenced this on Potter on Patreon, but I feel like March is the first time this year we got like a a pulse, a sign of life, something like okay, we are still here. We can't go hide. We can't, you know check our check ourselves out and yeah i mean kicking off like we've had so far in the year of like this sun entering 
Aries or a sun entering its sign and then having like a new moon, like first day of, um, again, I, I gotta run the numbers. I'm like, is that common it's, or has it just been only common for 2023? I think, but I think it's always common because I know it's like early in the season usually, but it's been like yes, day this, one. It's been day two or like it's day been one ingress or two. and mm-hmm. then new moon the next day. Or like within mm-hmm. like within zeros in one degree yes. new moons always. I think it might be more common in the beginning of the year. Of the year. Mm-hmm. And now I'm gonna say that and I'm gonna sound like an idiot. And someone's gonna be like, it's not common at all. But I do <laughs> I've we've seen them at 15 and we've seen them all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's that common. I mm. also think that this is kind of like indicative of the year itself and of Aries season a little bit of us having this new stuff and going like wait I don't know that like not necessarily not necessarily intentionally but even that like wait is this how this normally happens or am I just like coming out Mm -hmm. of a of a thing and Mm -hmm. figuring out what is what is something that is like reliably just consistent because of the way that the planets move and what is now uh just something that we go like oh well that's normal and going like wait a minute actually that's not nor- this is normal that not normal we should not be doing that this that feels like aries season to me in a in a convoluted nutshell mm-hmm. yeah so we start with the new moon which we have our patreon we have new moon and full moon episodes every month bonus episodes so we definitely dive more into the new moon over there so we won't linger too long on it but yeah, like, hello, welcome to Aries season, new moon kickoff, and then... Zero degrees. Zero degrees, and- cardinal, like, critical degree, let's go. We here, we out here. Yeah, and I think we talked a little bit about on our episode about, you know, exploring the self and those things, which you can mm-hmm. obviously listen to more in depth on Patreon. Um, I mean, following that, this same week... We have <laughs> two ingresses happening. Um, first, we have the Pluto entering Aquarius, which I know everyone's been on, you know, bated breath waiting to see um, what big shift. It's a big shift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was explaining to someone who is not that into astrology about what it means and thinking about um, for us even that moving something as like humongous as Pluto because it moves so slow like uh even a degree is like you feel that it's like earthquake (laughs) yeah of like if you moved your your apartment building a degree over you would know you know it does mean that the whole thing is like gonna go but also like we're gonna feel it Mm -hmm. well also I've been seeing a ton of um on TikTok and you know online and wherever else but these kind of unastrology or like non-astrology related uh reels and maybe this is more for my interest I don't know but about cycles and there's all these people talking about you know the 2008 housing crisis Mm -hmm. and yeah obviously with the current stuff that's happening with Silicon Valley Bank we're recording this um you know March 15th in case anything has changed (laughs) or developed in that sector which could very well happen tomorrow um with all the crazy astrology in the air but um i do think that uh that feels relevant to people regardless of whether they're in tune with astrology or not and that was the last time we had a pluto shift Mm -hmm. uh just signs Mm -hmm. so i think people are feeling that cycle happening very real time also just it seems like people are talking about these you know 15 20 year cycles all the yeah. time. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I just did my taxes and was talking to beloved my beloved tax man, which not everyone can always say, but yeah, talking about, you know, because he's older, so he's seen a lot of shit and things repeat and all that. And it's I think also this this time of year, I've I feel like there's been so many people who are asking about astrology, even if they don't believe it, because it's just been that wild of like, so what is going on with the stars up there? And it's like a, f- a lot you're not wrong for feeling that energy of things on the move and even though pluto is moving into aquarius you know it's for what it, it retrogrades back in june i know we like did the year ahead episode and i think that's when we covered all the big dates you know looking at all the shit for 2023 so this is a taste 
mm-hmm. and it will come back. And um, yeah, like people are going to people are for sure going to lose their houses because a lot of people signed up for super expensive mortgages with their really nice tech jobs and a lot of them are gone. And yeah. And, and then the also, mortgage rates are shifting mm-hmm. after the then, COVID breaks mm-hmm. and all of that. And then the things. interest rates are high and they don't seem to be coming down because God, you can tell I just talked to my tax side because the feds don't want to regulate that the old uh, inflation, you know, like it's I think we're still going to see a lot of these problems. Like we're not done with these problems. Like I don't think they're just going to be brushed away like, oh, that wrapped itself up like meat in a bow. It's just going to keep unveiling the bigger systemic problems back to back to when Pluto moved into Capricorn in 2007-8. Like, hey, systemic problem, crash, boom, too big to fail. It failed. And now we're back here with big banks failing yet again and probably getting bailed out yet again. And, Mm -hmm. you know, egg on our face. Like, can we not learn goddamn lessons? Fool me twice. Oh, we're going to Biden's going to sign a big old pipeline oil thing after all the like it's just it sucks for us as like conscious individuals. And especially if you're someone that's listening to this podcast who you probably care about other people to some degree or maybe you're just only here for yourself. Then I respect that game as well. But <laughs> but overall, like we folks care. And I think we're going to have to go in that Aquarian invention way going back to. I don't know. I just I always go back to like the cult leader figures and not that that means we have to succumb to whatever beliefs. But I just think of like, yeah, I think I wouldn't mind just wearing a bunch of robes and hanging out with my friends and living where we can all kind of be okay on a like a smaller scale. I also think like the rules you agree upon in your friend group are so much bigger and rightfully so. I don't want the government Mm -hmm. regulating, you know, how we how you and I do everything each other or whatever Mm -hmm. but like it it, they're they're unsaid but also often respected and reciprocated in ways that you just don't even like you never expect someone to treat you that way you know and and so it does feel like heart opening to me to think of like oh what if we all just like got a house and you know right forever to the system like we Mm -hmm. could just have our thing and build our own equity and do our own thing you know I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah I think this is a very like DIY and a like well why don't we have what that made me think of is I can't remember where I've been hearing it a lot but I've been hearing this on a podcast that I've been listening to frequently about explicit rules um or like explicit agreements within friendships or things like this of like establishing not necessarily like it's not like the law, but being like, here are, what are your, um, expectations of what like being a friend means? What does, what does that mean? Like that you come to important events in my life that you're available when I, whatever, and not saying that it's like giving hours, like an actual job, but having, having these things communicated. And I do think that there is so much that we leave out, like out, but I don't know, in this airy season, it does feel like going like, I don't know, say, asking the question or saying like, what are we doing? Okay. We're doing this or some like establishing, establishing something. Maybe we haven't discussed these things before and maybe they come up organically. Maybe you do make a list, but I don't know, having that, having that intention of, um, yeah, making it clear, making it known, making it manifest, making it a thing Mm -hmm. and kind of doing things different because doing things the same feels very Pluto Aquarius. And I think that this new shift, whatever, whatever it is, it might not actually be different, but thinking of it like, oh, this is a chance for us to do things differently. Well, and it, I think with the other ingress coming on March 25th with Mars and cancer, I feel like those are very, yes. I mean, collective, (sighs) did everyone's shoulders (laughs) collectively drop? Like Jesus Christ. Goodbye, Gemini Mars. Nice to know you. Uh, I'll see you in hell, but see you in two fucking years, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You fuck. I wonder what the max. I didn't even. JK, love you. Please don't smite me down. (laughs) There's still a few days left while we're recording this. I'm curious what the next Mars retrograde is in. I haven't like thought out that far. Um, I know we'll have a Venus retrograde later this year, but anyways, I'll pull that up while I we talk amongst ourselves. But because I'm actually very curious, because we had an Aries last time. And Gemini, I wonder if it will be the sextile sign over. Maybe. 
I'll find out. But I think with Mars and Cancer, which of course it's not, it's not its natural spot for Mars, but maybe as a natal Cancer Mars, I like it, especially with what we're talking about with Pluto and Aquarius. So they do think really saying like, where are you going to show up for me? Where am I going to show up for you? Like Cancer does want it to be collective and family oriented and feeling like, I mean, I was just telling you guys like, I'm, which is very cancer Mars. I'm like, can we all just like cuddle? <laughs> like, can we just mm-hmm. like wrap up in each other's arms? Can we embrace and like go and do nothing? I think that doing nothing together, especially since we've, we've been in such an acceleration of, oh yeah, well, this is my device that I use to just do this one specific thing. And it sits in the store and it's like, okay. I don't know. I, I see like a paring down and getting a back to basics or having just that time where like, I would like to just sit next to you and we don't have to do anything like you don't have to clean your house like I can just come over like I can just be here with you so I think that this week too especially spring 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 is sprung in spring is springing up people you know might feel natural like they want to be out and about in that equinox sort of way and then having Pluto like how are you as society is shifting and then Mars how we're going to get it also having a shift just feels like they could blend nice and they're quincunx, they're quincunx, quincunx. which is always a I love I love a quincunx pairing. It's a, you know, that's Taurus and Sag. So yeah, we're here doing I, it. We're I also think, it. and I know that this is not necessarily um I'm thinking very American centric, but I do feel like we could use a debilitated Mars energy. We could use some softness and some uh not like uh you know, aggressive, violent, whatever, not to say that Mars and Cancer doesn't have its own, you know, low side, low vibe things. But I think it also is like, yeah, we fucking cry, please. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's also a way to like let out anger and also a release in a way to kind of like do, I don't know, do things different and show that you aren't uh, invulnerable to pain to uh tenderness to whatever those things are and I think that that is like a nice I don't know like I, I cannot help but think about I've said this on the new moon too but like baby energy too where it's like ba- babies are crying and that's because they're like fresh and new and they're establishing what they need and what they like and what they don't like and all of those things and I think that we can be in this phase too where we are deciding anew for ourselves and maybe letting down our guards a bit, maybe being a little bit more vulnerable. And that doesn't necessarily mean being like weepy, cryy, whatever, but it can be, I think even just being tender and nurturing and nourishing and um, gracious with yourself, thinking of yourself as something that does not have to be pushed and prodded and, and aggressively uh, forced into a thing. We can also be kind of watery and, uh, I don't know, flowing, ease, ha- bring in some fucking ease and some gentleness and some, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think it's, you know, sidestepping and, um, you know, maybe it's that I, sidestepping can be connotated, I think, in a negative way. And and Mars is not going to be in Cancer for quite as long as the Gemini. So this is a shorter transit. And it is some a strategy that you can use wisely in a short amount of time. I wouldn't say to like keep doing that forever and like keep avoiding or keep sidestepping. But sometimes it is like, hey, let's go around that thing. Let's like go around the pothole or let's go around the whatever. And and sometimes it's an issue you can come back to later. You can table something and come back to it. I also think it's um, it's like cancer's phases right so it's like not being so tied to how you feel in the moment like sometimes you wake up and your back's a little creaky and then you know throughout the day it kind of loosens up sometimes it takes a couple days to get it so it's that being being a little gentler and soft softer with ourselves um and also still has a uh outer shell vibe um i think there's a potential for getting defensive maybe um, I wonder in a way when I think about Mars, I think about like fighting style, um, kind of video game fighting style. Jeez, and I feel fighter. like, yeah, I feel like this cancer is it's there. It's good on defense. So like, you know, it, it doesn't mean get defensive when people, you know, are rightfully calling you out or not calling you out at all. But um, understand and I think kind of that study your opponent kind of thing and play defense and and 
um, you know, if there are things in your life that you can't take active steps towards, like what are the passive back end things? What are the, if you're looking for a new job, but like you can't afford to change positions right now or whatever, if someone's told you you can't move up or whatever, what are the back end things we can do to build your resume? These defensive building things instead of like the aggressive attacking. Cause I think that's where Mars is debilitated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like what's the escape plan now that you've caught the vibe the vibe kind of sucked like i think i think of cancers as having back burner sort of things they they they're cardinal like it does it does think of the the route and i do think of cancers as you know they're not going to just like leave something or end something and then go well now what it's like well i've had this marinating and now maybe i'll like bring this more into my orbit also fun fact the next mars retrograde won't be for some time since we're just wrapping up this one um, it's not until December 6, 2024, which will be in Leo. And then mm-hmm. it will retrograde back into cancer. Speaking of cancer Mars. So the next time we're going to have this cancer Mars energy, it's going to start out. Um, well, At I mean, it will be, it will be, be, it'll one. be yeah, it will mm-hmm. be before the Leo retrograde, but then go back and then move in. So anyway, it's just hot on the lips with, uh, with what we were discussing. So yeah, mm-hmm. a, 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 a popping a popping first week of airy season. Oof. I, I'm already tired. Uh, yeah. But it's the next week is change. not so. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I'm like, hey, well, maybe. I don't, well, for well, me, well, that following week, I think we're thinking actually about, that next I, week. All transits are getting returned. So I'm like, yeah, this yes. is great. Well, it's like the following the following week we have a Mercury conjunct Chiron. We have a Mercury conjunct Jupiter. And I think coming after that ingress of cancer right there, I think that speak thinking of that defensiveness. I just have to say thinking it. of that. Yeah. And I but I also think that like um I don't know, there is some like facing facing things or dealing with them. And I think Mercury is also moving so fast through Aries. It's going from 15 degrees, uh, 16 minutes, that conjunction with Chiron on the 26th. And then it's already at 18 degrees the next day, uh, uh, conjun- conjoining Jupiter. So I think it is that like, I don't know, thoughts move fast, ideas move fast. It's easy to kind of like get ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we thankfully will have maybe that Mars trine Saturn later in the week on the 30th, um, and Venus conjunct Uranus, I don't know, that could kind of go either way, but maybe slowing us down a little bit or kind of checking those those things, which is, I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a little bit of an Aries um, kind of like go, go, go. And then it's like, oh, hang on, we got to let, let's take a nap. Let's eat some food. Let's, uh, you know, not not completely, I don't know. <laughs> be- yeah, it feels like having Mars and Venus in that week, having some strong aspects, Mars with it, not like here what am i trying to say mars with like a, a malefic sort of aspect of like this trine of saturn of like it might feel really like wanting to do a lot but venus conjunct uranus which you know that's a pretty uranus is is kind of a wild card in the mix i think it also is like maybe allowing others in as well or like allowing that like allowing the plan to update like mars working well with saturn will probably really want to like go this certain way or follow this routine or like hit the steps like this. But then there is that earth since it's earth and it's like, no, trust me if the invitation to do something a little bit different or with someone else or have someone pick up, pick up that work for you. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I like thinking of like a Venus and Mars aspects happening in the same week of, yeah, you could do this, but like, you don't have to <laughs> like, like this could happen this way, but it also could, um, totally not if you just kind of maybe release back to the Saturn Pisces phrase of releasing the grip a bit um which might not be natural with you know since there's a lot of water it's so wild now like looking at the transits and seeing like oh trines to Saturn like I'm so used to all the air trines because we've had this uh, air Saturn for the last few years and it's like oh wow yeah we're getting positive influence to the like water like, I don't know like the water is cooking up anyways like duh like Oh my! Well, no, water aspects. Like the, this is the. It, it's it's cool. new. It's still new. It feels fresh. Yeah. It's yeah. Not it's like still duh. very fresh. It, it definitely doesn't feel like the. Yeah. I, well. Yeah. It's it, well, it's like I'm saying something simple. It feels simple, but it's still wild to me. Like, oh my god, we're embracing water. I just have yeah. to remember that. Like, it was all so heady, 
an airy. And that doesn't mean that the elements don't go away now that we've had these moves. That's why we have all the signs of different elements, blah, blah, blah. But damn, it's just a water time. <laughs> it's just it's a just feeling time. That, that like cooling off of not letting yourself overheat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Again, we have that Mercury, Mercury, Jupiter, which to me is very like getting hot getting hot-headed and you know gassing gassing yourself up which is great but it also even not thinking of that being like um you know big ideas all of this but then kind of having to be brought back down to earth and going like oh actually that big thing that you had planned or whatever like that date's not available and that kind of like yeah. splash of water sort of on there I'm getting a lot of like game maybe it's because the Mario movie's coming out too which oh, I think is yeah. also a thing of like thinking of this as that where it's like you know okay you just ate the mushroom and now you're like big Mario and then you like trip into the ocean where you get back you're not like sunk you're not drowning but you're back down to like regular size because the mushroom wears off in the water so you got to like do this but if you just like swim through then you're going mm-hmm. and then that venus conjunct uranus is like you know you get some gold coins swimming if you go if you like go under the tube instead of going into it there's a little like special well, thing there too that's mm-hmm. that shake up that if you ride the wave it works out i think that's the hard part about it being in taurus is you know if you try to fight, you're on your surfboard and you try to fight against the wave. I mean, you're going to fall off. That's the whole thing. But if you can catch it and you can go, you can ride it all the way to the bank. And I think that's really, it is, um, it is digging your heels in, but it's dig, it's knowing when to let up and knowing when mm-hmm. to like go harder. And so I think there is definitely a delicate balance to that, but it could be, you know, a big win for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like this week, if I could give any advice, it would be, I think coming back to the Mercury conjunct Jupiter is to like, like add a caveat to like, oh, I'd love to do that thing with you. Like, we'll if see. If I'm available. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if I'm available. And also, you don't, if it's not, if you're not 100% sure, maybe you don't write it online. I just feel mm-hmm. like it's one of those things where the way, like, some have you ever searched, you know, for the terrible words on your Twitter and your advanced search? And then, oh, yeah, of you course. find, why did I write bitches for this or something? And it's like, <laughs> it was a cultural moment, something that everyone was commenting on that mm-hmm. out of context, it looks like I'm saying something stupid about women or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something like horrible. And it's like, if you look and you do the research, you find that, like, okay, like I am who I think I am or whatever. But, you don't want to just say it. I think what you're saying, like, sick hashtag it with the thing you're talking about, like clarify so that someone doesn't just you have a job interview and they go and they see that first thing. They don't know what's about the, the slap or whatever mm-hmm. the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think too with Mar- like I think you said it, Lisa, but Mars and Cancer moon ruled like you might just feel differently the next mm-hmm. day as well. And I think with Venus and Taurus rooting back to like what's feeling good, what's paying you the most, what's like, yeah, you might like want to help a friend with a thing on Thursday, but if you get a, like an amazing job or something that you can't like miss, I guess it's just, I feel like there's room to just be flexible and, but also, but tell people that rather than be like, I would never miss it for the world. And then something comes up where you have to miss it for the world. And it's like, fuck, like I just said more than I should have said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that week kind of ends with, you know, Mercury coming back home for me, sign mm-hmm. of Taurus. I know it's not its favorite, but I'm here being blunt, editing your, uh, pilots and your packets and your, you know, <laughs> do all the things mm-hmm. that Mercury Taurus does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saying them clearly and effectively and with as little waste as possible. Squaring off with Pluto on entering on April 3rd, squaring off with Pluto on April 3rd. Yeah, it feels, I mean, is, aren't we all also thinking about money in this, in this year, mm-hmm. the year in a Taurus of it all has well, just been. Well, maybe so that's messages from Abs- the, yes. the banks and the, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that to me is like more of the Mercury and Taurus is like, you know, Gemini ruled mutable, something that can be moving and changing and and shifting like that. But there is also information that is like, this is how much money is in your bank account, or this is how much this costs, or this is, this is the recipe. This is the thing, these things that kind of like, aren't uh, negotiable uh, Mm -hmm. in that way. And where it's like, yeah, it's maybe not necessarily what people always want to hear. And that doesn't mean that it isn't still like effective messaging. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's it's that next week with when we start out with Mercury and Taurus and then we have the full moon. It, like it's, it feels like that whole week is like facing truths and then maybe a little bit of like not like then at the end of the week being like, nah, actually, like I didn't want to I did not want to um, come to terms or face or deal with any of that, which is fair. I think. And then it's yeah. Easter Sunday, too. So yes. it's that like I feel like this happens every time I see my family and I won't be seeing them on Easter, but I usually do. But I'm like, I have all this stuff. I'm going. I'm juiced. I can't wait. And then you get there and you're like, I remember these fucking people. They don't get it. I don't want to <laughs> talk about my thing. I was going to tell them about, you know, it's that whole mm-hmm. exact thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also that like, I mean, yeah, we have uh, Mercury moves into Taurus on the third. It immediately squares Pluto. Uh, and then we get a sextile to Saturn, though, on the fifth. Mm-hmm. And I think that, again, is like that. Um, it doesn't mean I think it's like it doesn't mean forever, but it does mean like to, this is today's total. If you want tomorrow's total to be different, then we need to like adjust our structure a little bit. We need to do something. It doesn't mean go off of a different total or change the information. It means here's here's what we're working with. And I think I like that like square to Pluto too of being like, you know, again, thinking of squares not so much as difficult but as as motivating as movement as action action producing and i think that even thinking of that like sextile to saturn two of seeing like seeing numbers move or whatever notice when you can see like hard data shift that does i think open up something to me in terms of being a sextile to saturn going like oh oh yeah that sustained effort does actually make a difference and what could we do with this kind of what if we scaled that what if we did whatever um and how that opens our minds for possibilities of new structures or possibilities of change and growth and you know how things work um and then we have that full moon in libra which you Mm -hmm. know not not aspecting that mercury and taurus but thinking of just the venusian influence i feel like um the the libra side of all of this stuff with the sun conjunct chiron and kind of i don't know thinking of this as like a i don't know not necessarily like a concession but a um but i don't know let's like agree i don't want to say agree to disagree it's not that but adding some softness into some niceness yeah like i feel like it's definitive i find full moon libra like uh quite definitive i it's ending that uh back and forth Mm -hmm. to me where Mm -hmm. it's like hey if we're never going to bounce it's the tail the scale's going to tip so either it's going to tip or we're going to come to an agreement it's the ending of like Mm -hmm. it's judgment to me Mm -hmm. well and with relationships too because i think of libra in in action with others whether that's literally who you're dating or your friends i think it does with that full moon spotlight shine a light on where we're in partnerships with other. And I think this airy season, now that I'm zooming out a bit and what we've talked about, it feels quite direct, like, which is air, very Aries, but there's like supporting, there's so much support from the other planets, but direct in this very, like, what do I just need to be me? And what do you need to be you? And it feels like it really comes to a head with the full moon in Libra and spoiler alert. Cause we'll get there at the very end, but like hello last lunations before eclipse time too so like you know like it it can be a last time where we might feel a little more in control of how we're approaching these relationships and what we want to discuss and what we want to share and what we and that doesn't mean it has to be like cutting off things i think that could be like maybe getting more committed with a partner or getting more committed in your friendships or like establishing those rich back to saturn pisces rituals or what you really want like fuck we're in april like years now the year's flying after that soggy ass beginning of the year so like what are we doing with the rest of it and i think and who are we doing it with and um and shit's expensive so i think it's also like i was having this with some girlfriends where i'm like i want to see you but i don't want to spend a million dollars do you want to like where do we we either we need to do this shorter or we meet halfway or we like i come to you we have this like but how do we be together and um yeah, I think we're all figuring out how we're all going to be, how we all are being mm-hmm. together as a society. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think deciding to to couple up or go together is just as big of a judgment as ending something. So it is, mm-hmm. I think, making a choice, I think, is uh, well, yeah. there. And then, well, you know. For Libra, that doesn't really 
like to do that. The full moon feels like a good push for anyone in their Libra places of their life to do do it to like be like, no, like we might need to just know what's happening. Um, even though the next few days there's yeah, there's a lot a back of back and forth again. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's then we'll have a April 7th, we'll have a Venus and Taurus sextiling Neptune, which just feels I mean, that feels like a what is that? What date is that? Like, or I'm just like day of the week. God, that's gonna be kind of like a hot. That's like a romantic. It seems like a romantic weekend. Like yeah, just, you know, like a little full moon lady. Mm-hmm. Husby's birthday. Oh <laughs> yeah, we'll be partying, mm-hmm. and then Mercury and Taurus sextiling Martin. It just feels like really like that. Like I love you guys. Like I love you, man. Like just being able to, um, not hold back either. Um. Because, yeah, once Taurus and looking at all this Taurus and Cancer stuff we have going on with Pisces in the mix, too, depending on the planets, whatever, there's encourage. I think there's encouragement to just be comfortable and be yourself. And there's been a lot of uh, not we're in the comfy time. There's just a bunch of comfy sign times. I'm a very Taurus Cancer person myself, so I'm loving it. Let's all put on the, the stretch pants and, you know, call it a day. <laughs> Give yeah, ourselves room to breathe. Have we gone like- to April 11th yet when Venus enters Gemini and that's coming home for me? That's where I'm ready for yes. it. Yes. No, not well, not yet. Well, and it's going to then try and Pluto too, but where that's Let's- right on the horizon. Then for the next week, we'll have Venus and Gemini and then it trines Pluto. Mm-hmm. And also on that same day, we'll have Aries, the sun conjunct Jupiter. So a lot happening. In and around the eleventh, um, yeah. Now we, I think we move a little away from the more comfy to the like. It's so a little more body heady. Like I don't want to say it's like always going to be combative with like Gemini or Aries, but it 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 values different things than Taurus and Cancer. It's more what's the I always forget. Not to say it's, it has to be gender like female masculine, but it is the more aggressive, you assertive know, like and mm-hmm. um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, into extroverted. Yeah, ex- yeah, that totally. sort of thing. External. Opposed- mm-hmm. Yeah, um, calling us out, which well, makes sense too. With Sun and Jupiter, um, conjunct together, but then yeah, Venus trining Pluto too just feels like that could be continue on these connections build up from the full moon. This could be continuing to like, I don't know. That feels like back to Venus Gemini stuff of like meeting people or like clicking with someone or just like I don't. I think of Pluto as like in that eclipse sense of like, maybe this person you meet this weekend, like changes your life forever. I don't know. Like giving into that sort of those fate sort of things with Pluto too. Well, I think it's like the back, not backtracking a little, but going from that full moon, we have the, like, I don't know, softness it feels like, or like a little like, okay, you're going to get these kind of the rest of the weekend to either like recover or celebrate. Yeah. yeah whatever, whatever it is that's happening. Venusy. Um, yeah. Venusy again, either, either like a, okay, here's a, you know, enjoy yourself, but then kind of having that be like, I don't know, uh, back to business, back to like, we can't sit in that for too long. We are still like moving forward and going. And this is a time when I think that things can move fast. Cause we're getting into eclipse season at that point. We are in like the, yeah. um, that I don't know portal portal time and I do think that I love all of these like aspects to Pluto when things are coming in because it does feel like we'll get those uh, we didn't talk about them obviously in these transits because the moons move so fast but um there is like a an aspect to Pluto with everything right away because it is like I don't know the new I don't want to say new the I don't know the new class or whatever like when you're there like everyone's like meeting the new boss for the for the time period yeah. or whatever and it's like oh what someone someone is everyone is feeling different about this new person kind of being in charge of of this and some people are going to be like oh finally I'm so glad that this person is here and other people are like hmm, like you know Capricorn Capricorn is going like good luck <laughs> you know like those those kinds of vibes and I think Gemini is excited for how quickly those kinds of transformations could happen as as soon as you speak them out loud, as soon as you say them, as soon as you meet a person who could do a thing for you. Like that is how those things happen is from that, like 
Mm, that first the mm -hmm. yeah the uh what's the thing that made big bang yeah um i think <laughs> interesting too because i think energy starts getting whipped up again you know uh towards the end of aries season we are gonna have an eclipse happening right at the you know right at the very edge here but i think also it being that little taste of pluto um in aquarius because it's gonna retrograde like a in the beginning of Taurus season again. So like, I, I don't want to get that far ahead, but just remembering that when energy gets ripped, like whipped up and we're feeling anxious and all this, thing, like we are going to go back to calm and, you know, familiar soon. Mm -hmm. And, um, but before we're there too, just coming high, high off that April 11th, big date with, you know, the Venus Gemini trine with Pluto and then Aries conjunction. Then right. A few days later though, well, let's we're not our first, like, that sun conjunct Jupiter either. Cause that also is like one of those, you know, mm -hmm. uh, best day of the best year, days yeah. of the year sort of things. And I do. So think they that, say, so they yeah. say, which depend depends on, you know, I think how you're feeling in this kind of like post full moon um, mm -hmm. space, but that does to me feel like, I don't know. That's, that's nice. I think it's a nice kind of like, I don't know, check in reminder as we get as we're in the final stretch of Aries season, I think to make note of that day to either be like, that feels like a you're alive and we're here mm -hmm. and we're doing it. And so that's always like, you know, either we're super grateful for it or feeling the sun on our faces, the reminder that we need to like push through to the next day or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that like, take, take that day to be to be alive, to feel like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think in with the Venus Gemini too in that whole day, um, yeah, there's like, there's a lot of pep and zest. And I think it feels like it could be a day where there's like a big reward or payout or like, I don't know, like if you want to take the risk or like roll the dice or do something a little differently or outrageous or brave even, I think of Aries and Gemini signs that like, they give it a shot, you know, they see what can happen and they, they make it work. Um, and then we're going <laughs> to April 14th, we get hit with, I mean, I'm sure we've had some square action from Saturn maybe, but like Venus, we're getting our mutable square. Now it has been, it's the mutable kingdom of squares from our opposition from Saturn. This is, you know, we've had a lot of fixed talk over the last few years with Saturn and Aquarius and now mutables, now is your time. So I don't think that that always means things are going to be bad, but squares are pressure and they're notice me aspects. And with Venus that wants the world and Saturn, that's like, how much does that cost? It, it feels like there's like a lot of checks and balances happening in Aries season of, you know, wanting to go full for it. And then also being like, pace yourself a little bit. Like I know Aries and Gemini are impulsive, you know, they like to do things and do it now. So there is those reminders of like, not everything can be at once too. And sometimes you have to clear your plate before you go back up to the buffet with all your like half eaten muffins and like, yeah, dude, no, like don't bring that up there. <laughs> like no one wants to see that shit. Like don't bring your germs back to the table. So I think there's a bit of like, I don't, I, I, I'm like historically growing up, like never chewed my food and it feels like chew your food, oh, no. like mm. it's, a, it'll still be there. Like, especially cause Saturday with Pisces is about, I think of the indulgence and Gemini wanting to experience it all. So it's like, I don't think it means hold back from experiences, but know where maybe you're overloading and not getting the full satisfaction because of the overload. Mm-hmm. Nah, I mean, Yeah. Yeah. And then we're almost and then our final our and our just home, like that a few days. <laughs> yeah. The big guy. Yeah. Towards the end of the month, unless there's anything we else. Have North node, north node sextile Saturn um on the 18th, and the south node trine Saturn, which to me feels very uh like ceremonial mm. as we change over into as the node shift. But yeah, I like that as that kind of like transfer over and the kind of like solidifying of maybe what we've mm -hmm. learned through this eclipse series, what has been, um, you know, irrevocably kind of done away with or changed or transformed and now is like part of the structure of us, of our, of our understanding of our, um, 
imaginations and kind of keeping that in mind as we go into this next phase, we still will have another eclipse um, on the Taurus Scorpio axis in November, but that will be the, you know, we're doing that time where we're in half in one, half the other. And hmm. um, I also feel like having that Venus square Saturn and then having, having that prior to that and then having those sextile and trine at that same degree um i know it's because saturn moves slow but it does feel like a reiteration of like no that was val it was right for you to remember this thing or like yeah that isn't a thing we can necessarily like talk our way out of or around or um move past we do need to address this either either because it was like worth addressing or but because we still have questions or f t tenderness around this or or something like that our final transit um of of airy season will be the solar eclipse truly wild at 29 um, degrees at 29 degrees of aries 29 50 minutes like truly total wow two. a to yeah a total solar eclipse that means it's the second new moon of of the month this one being an eclipse mm -hmm. and um yeah i mean ha way to close out the season <laughs> Started you did and it. finish. Yeah. Yeah. Started and finished. Zero and 29. All right, Moon. We see you, Cancer Energy, this little season. It, it mm -hmm. does feel again like that kind of like Mario power up thing of that being like the, it could be truly like the juice. You can run through the level so fast, hitting everything, <laughs> you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, it feels so appropriate too. I mean, I know we're not done with Taurus and Scorpio, but we're wrapping it up. Um, and we'll have, you know, to look a tiny bit ahead, you know, cause then Taurus season starts the day after the eclipse and then we'll have Mercury retrograde and then we'll have the full moon in Scorpio eclipse, yada, yada, that continues, but we're, we're changing cycles and we've gone, we're still going to wrap out that Taurus Scorpio energy, but now going to Aries Libra and thinking of it, Aries North node, it feels just so appropriate with these last few years to have like, who are we after all this? Like, who am I? capital I, me, and who are you, who am I with you? And I think these relationship things that we talked about that were kind of popping up here and there as we had a lot of Taurus and Cancer influence and then the Libra full moon, all of that jazz is just building to this, how are we in, how are we in partnership? How am I in partnership with you? Do I change? Am I, am I, am I lit up? Am I dimmed? Yeah, I think just seeing how we actually feel around each other, which I know like, is again back to duh, but I think it. I think that's going to be a lot of what's on display as we enter these unknown eclipsey times. Which you know, we wish we could tell you what will happen. Well, you can't do that really with anything in astrology. We can guess. We can we can do a vibe check, but for now, we surrender and see what comes up and see. But I think the theme of always coming back to the Aries things of is this working for you? And do you feel? Are you okay? Like, do you feel? Are you, yeah. you still standing? Feels very like zombie movie in a way, or like also, Last of Us. Like what that says about you, what it, what that relationship means about you, that whether mm -hmm. that's a relationship with your job, with your partner, with your pet. Yeah. Like you can see, you know, if you like, this is a horrible example. So you know, give it, give it grace. It's not something I do, and that's not something I see often. But see somebody kick their dog. Oh God, that that changes how you feel about them like a hundred mm -hmm. it makes you 180 on well me it makes me 180 yeah. but like that kind of thing where it's like that it's one swift moment and and sometimes like i mean you know sometimes people have to be you know fight animal like you know i'm talking survival yeah. situations not like kicking your pet but like i was scared where you're gonna go with this lisa i was like <laughs> go on but like, like sometimes the you know there's like a situation where you know, if you have to in fight a off a dog and there's a bear sure. and yeah. it's a cocaine bear, but like, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. You're in danger is a different situation than your pet, but like seeing that kind of thing will completely change you. It, it changes who you are, like seeing something like that. And I think those kind of things getting illuminated, seeing how someone behaves at their job can make you be like, oh, I don't want to like be friends with this person anymore. Or you can be like, wow, I didn't know they like gave so much or or had this kind of relationship so i think it's definitely those kind of things that relationship with you and something else showing something about who you are mm. that made me think of especially as we enter we're in aries season and we're gonna have the aries eclipses kicking off but i think what you said too is like where are we expressing 
disappointment, anger, frustration in ourselves and others where we may be blaming others, where it's maybe an us thing or maybe vice versa. I don't know. Like everyone's life is different. It'll play out. But it just made me think of two of how we express those things are back to those like the terms of expectations and disappointments and what we're what we're even looking for so our relationship to anger might be early and on full display as we enter a new a new zone Mm -hmm. well Well, yeah that's it i mean it look you know i'm not mad at it i'll take it through the fire for it yeah, there's why not? Re- yeah, I feel like there's a reason fire is like the what we what we kick it off with. Mm-hmm. Um, let's yeah, it's yeah. The appetizer before tour season. We'll take it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, just kidding. I mean, I love. I I really love Aries season. God, the beginning of the year was just really slow. So I'm just ready for something new. And it seems like there's an encouragement to enjoy yourself a bit too. Like there's so much rooted in. Just feel, I think feeling good and enjoying what you like and not, I don't know. There's like an earnestness that I like with Aries. Or if it's they okay. like it, they like it. Yeah. It's okay to do things that you like that make you feel good, that you want to do, that excite you. And, and you don't uh, need to downplay any of it. Yeah. You know? that's, that is justification. Mm-hmm. You know, no downplay, just pure enjoyment when you can because it's just hard. So, yeah. play back to the Aries child like first sign babiness it's like yeah we might just be cranky and that's like we're allowed to be imperfect okay that's my last rent at the end yeah. we're allowed to crack we're allowed to be little assholes just don't you know do no harm ah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. all and right apologize don't lean and I'm in. all and apologize mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. express right. yourself we did it we, we did, did it, it. Cool. happy Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. Spring. Happy uh, Spring. Happy Pluto and fucking Aquarius. Yeah. Here we go. New era. Who dis? This is exciting. Exciting to be here with you guys as this is happening and to talk about mm-hmm. it and have these discussions and looking forward to seeing what else is coming up and what else we're going to be talking about. I keep, I like, I'm sorry. This is again a duh, but it's so wild for like our podcast since it is astrology. It's like, we've seen so many different times and eras and like, like measure, like since part of it is measuring time, it's just like, I can't believe we're going to have all these outer planet shifts coming really soon. So anyways, just a essential thought. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, all right. See you next week. See you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to what's your sign. Please subscribe, rate and review on Apple podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast for business opportunities, advertising or commission readings. Email us What's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chanu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.